Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. All right, we are back for a Wednesday morning prayer service. Thank you so much for joining me. We are continuing our journey through the daily office, this devotion and worship practice born out of the Anglican uh, tradition, out of the church in England. And it is a liturgy of morning prayer and evening prayer spoken every day, hence the term daily office, right? And I found that this was very helpful for me in keeping me on track with my own devotion and prayer life, and so that's why I wanted to put this podcast out. Hopefully, if it helped me, then maybe it'll help someone else as well. So if that someone is you, hopefully this will be a help for you and a good introduction to this practice and what it entails. So I am reading out of the Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. Information on that church and on that prayer book can be found at anglicanchurch.net. If you want to learn more about the service, you can click on More the More tab up on the homepage, click on Resources, then click on, scroll down on that page to Book of Common Prayer, click on that, and then on that page there will be links to the different services. Also another great resource is dailyoffice2019.com, and that will have the entire service from beginning to end, including the specific readings and prayers for that day, so it's very useful as well. Of course, you're welcome to just pray along with me as I go through the service, but however you choose to participate, hopefully this will be a worthwhile, uplifting experience for you. So let's go ahead and quiet our hearts for a moment. Let's just take a moment in silence as we prepare for worship. Okay, so again, this is morning prayer for Wednesday, December 6th, 2023. This is the Wednesday after the first Sunday in Advent in the church calendar. Let's begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by His infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in His presence, to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at His hands, to declare His most worthy praise, to hear His holy word and to ask, for ourselves and on behalf of others, those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let's humbly confess our sins and pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone 
those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say together the Venite. The psalm will begin and end with an antiphon with the response, O come, let us adore him. Our King and Savior now draws near. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his for he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways of whom I swore in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Our King and Savior now draws near. O come, let us adore him. The Psalms appointed for this morning prayer for the sixth day of the month begin with Psalm 30. I will magnify you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and have not let my foes triumph over me. O Lord my God, I cried unto you, and you have made me whole. You, Lord, have brought my soul out of the grave. You have saved my life from among those who go down to the pit. Sing praises unto the Lord, O you saints of his, and give thanks unto him for the remembrance of his holiness. For his wrath endures but the twinkling of an eye, his pleasure for a lifetime. Heaviness may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. 
In my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. You, Lord of your goodness, have made my hill so strong. You turned your face from me, and I was distressed. Then I cried unto you, O Lord, and came to my Lord most humbly. What profit is there in my bloodshed, if I go down into the pit? Shall the dust give thanks unto you, or shall it declare your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. O Lord, be my helper. You have turned my lamentation into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. Therefore shall my heart sing of your praise without ceasing. O Lord my God, I will give thanks unto you forever. Going on to Psalms 31. In you, O Lord, have I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in your righteousness. Bow down your ear to me. Make haste to deliver me. And be my strong rock and house of defense, that you may save me. For you are my strong rock and my castle. Be also my guide, and lead me for your name's sake. Draw me out of the net that they have laid secretly for me. For you are my strength. Into your hands I commend my spirit. For you have redeemed me, O Lord, O God of truth. I have hated those who hold to worthless vanities, and my trust has been in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in your mercy, for you have considered my trouble and have known my soul in adversities. You have not shut me up in the hand of the enemy, but have set my feet where they may walk at liberty. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye is consumed with heaviness, and also my soul and my body. For my life has grown old with heaviness, and my years with mourning. My strength fails me because of my iniquity, and my bones are consumed. I have become a reproof among all my enemies, but especially among my neighbors. My acquaintances are afraid of me, and those who see me in the street shrink from me. I am utterly forgotten, as a dead man out of mind. I have become like a broken vessel. For I have heard the whispering of the multitude, and fear is on every side. While they conspire together against me, and take their counsel to take away my life. But my hope has been in you, O Lord. I have said, You are my God. My time is in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies, and from those who persecute me. Show your servant the light of your countenance, and save me for your mercy's sake. Let me not be confounded, O Lord, for I have called upon you. Let the ungodly be put to confusion, and be put to silence in the grave. Let the lying lips be put to silence, which cruelly, disdainfully, and despitefully speak against the righteous. Oh, how plentiful is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, and which you have prepared for those who put their trust in you, even before the children of men.
You hide them in the secret place of your presence from those who conspire against them. You keep them in your refuge from the strife of tongues. Thanks be to the Lord, for he has shown me marvelously great kindness in a strong city. But when I was afraid, I said in my haste, I am cast out of the sight of your eyes. Nevertheless, you heard the voice of my prayer when I cried unto you. O love the Lord, all you his saints. For the Lord preserves those who are faithful and plenteously repays the proud. Be strong, and he shall establish your heart, all you that put your trust in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. For the first lesson, we're continuing our exploration of the Apocrypha, these books that were written, a lot of them in between the Old and New Testament, but um, the Anglican Church considers them worthwhile for reading and for study, but they are not considered inspired books of the Bible for doctrine purposes, but they're still useful for, for reading and, and meditation. So the first lesson is a reading from Ecclesiasticus, the wisdom of Jesus, son of Sirach, beginning with the 38th chapter in the first verse. Honor physicians for their services, for the Lord created them. For their gift of healing comes from the Most High, and they are rewarded by the King. The skill of physicians makes them distinguished, and in the presence of the great they are admired. The Lord created medicines out of the earth, and the sensible will not despise them. Was not water made sweet with the tree, in order that its power might be known? And he gave skill to human beings, that he might be glorified in his marvelous works. By them the physician heals and takes away pain. The pharmacist makes a mixture from them. God's works will never be finished, and from him health spreads over all the earth. My child, when you are ill, do not delay, but pray to the Lord, and he will heal you. Give up your faults and direct your hands rightly, and cleanse your heart from all sin. Offer a sweet-smelling sacrifice, and a memorial portion of choice flour, and pour oil on your offering as much as you can afford. Then give the physician his place, for the Lord created him. Do not let him leave you, for you need him. There may come a time when recovery lies in the hands of physicians. For they too pray to the Lord that he grant them success in diagnosis and in healing for the sake of preserving life. He who sins against his maker will be defiant toward the physician. My child, let your tears fall for the dead, and as one in great pain begin the lament. Lay out the body with due ceremony, and do not neglect the burial. Let your weeping be bitter and your wailing fervent. Make your mourning worthy of the departed for one day or two to avoid criticism. Then be comforted for your grief. 
For grief may result in death, and a sorrowful heart saps one's strength. When a person is taken away, sorrow is over, but the life of the poor weighs down the heart. Do not give your heart to grief. Drive it away and remember your own end. Do not forget, there is no coming back. You do the dead no good, and you injure yourself. Remember his fate, for yours is like it. Yesterday it was his, and today it is yours. When the dead are at rest, let his remembrance rest too. And be comforted for him when his spirit has departed. The wisdom of the scribe depends on the opportunity of leisure. Only the one who has little business can become wise. How can one become wise who handles the plow, and who glories in the shaft of a goad, who drives oxen and is occupied with their work, and whose talk is about bulls? He sets his heart on plowing furrows, and he is careful about fodder for the heifers. So it is with every artisan and master artisan who labors by night as well as by day. Those who cut the signets of seals, each is diligent in making a great variety. They set their heart on painting a lifelike image, and they are careful to finish their work. So it is with the smith, sitting by the anvil, intent on his ironwork. The breath of the fire melts his flesh, and he struggles with the heat of the furnace. The sound of the hammer deafens his ears, and his eyes are on the pattern of the object. He sets his heart on finishing his handiwork, and he is careful to complete its decoration. So it is with the potter sitting at his work and turning the wheel with his feet. He is always deeply concerned over his products, and he produces them in quantity. He molds the clay with his arm and makes it pliable with his feet. He sets his heart to finish the glazing, and he takes care in firing the kiln. All these rely on their hands, and all are skillful in their own work. Without them, no city can be inhabited, and wherever they live, they will not go hungry. Yet they are not sought out for the counsel of the people, nor do they attain eminence in the public assembly. They do not sit in the judge's seat nor do they understand the decisions of the courts. They cannot expound discipline or judgment, and they are not found among the rulers. But they maintain the fabric of the world, and their concern is for the exercise of their trade. How different the one who devotes himself to the study of the law of the Most High. Here ends the reading. Let us say the Te Deum Laudamus together. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, 
advocate, and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson is a reading from the Acts of the Apostles, beginning with the 28th chapter and the first verse. After we were brought safely through, we then learned that the island was called Malta. The native people showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and welcomed us all, because it had begun to rain and was cold. When Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and put them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. When the native people saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, No doubt this man is a murderer. Though he has escaped from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. He, however, shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. They were waiting for him to swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But when they had waited a long time and saw no misfortune come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. Now in the neighborhood of that place were lands belonging to the chief man of the island named Publius who received us and entertained us hospitably for three days. It happened that the father of Publius lay sick with fever and dysentery, and Paul visited him and prayed, and putting his hands on him, healed him. And when this had taken place, the rest of the people on the island who had diseases also came and were cured. They also honored us greatly, and when we were about to sail, they put on board whatever we needed. After three months we set sail in a ship that had wintered in the island, a ship of Alexandria, with the twin gods as a figurehead. Putting in at Syracuse, we stayed there for three days. And from there we made a circuit and arrived at Regium. And after one day a south wind sprang up, and on the second day we came to Pudioli. There we found brothers and were invited to stay with them for seven days. And so we came to Rome, and the brothers there, when they had heard about us, came as far as the form of Appius and three taverns to meet us. On seeing them, Paul thanked God and took courage. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Benedictus together. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. 
He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Wednesday after the first Sunday in Advent. Let us pray. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Now, in the time of this mortal life, in which your Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility. That in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty, to judge both the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal. 
through him who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A College for Grace. Let us pray. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Defend us by your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor run into any danger, and that guided by your Spirit we may do what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you, for the honor of your name. Amen. Feel free to pause this podcast at this point here to offer your own prayers, petitions to the Lord in your own words. We'll come back together here for the general thanksgiving. All right, let's pray the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ for the means of grace, and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies, that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom, with you and the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all evermore. Amen. Well, that will bring morning prayer to a close here on this Wednesday morning. Thank you again for taking the time to pray and read with me, spend the time in the presence of God together. Any comments, any questions, any prayer requests, you can send them my way at commonprayer419 at gmail.com or on Twitter at commonprayer419. Of course, be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't yet done so. That way you don't miss any services coming up. 
including the 5 p.m. Eastern evening prayer service that will be coming up later today. But until then, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you again for joining me. God bless you, and I'll see you next time.